presents Pinstripes and Poltergeists. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And welcome to the end of season 4.5. What the? Batman is too big. Ghost? <laughs> Ghost dad? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Ghost Dad got I forgot Ghost Dad got canceled. Oh, he did. Ghost Friend. Yeah. yeah. Ghost Ghost Dad's no good. No, no. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're here, we're here at an episode that if I did not know it was the 4.5 season finale, it would not feel like one. Nope. <laughs> it, it's a real weird episode. Like it's, it's, not, it's not bad by any means, but boy, is this a weird one. It's quite strange. It's a, it's, it's a real... It feels like a uh, like, like an administrative break almost. Yes. Like all right, okay, we need to get these pieces back in place. We need to re-explain yep. some stuff. We need to introduce a couple of uh, a couple of new things that are going to pay off later. Don't worry. Um, it, it it is a lot of little like set dressing. Yeah. As an episode, and and weirdly low lower than I remember on laughs. Mm-hmm. Like there are are several like running joke things in this that don't go anywhere. Yeah, uh, it, the minute making this like this is one. Uh, like I like some of the character stuff that happens in this, and I like what it's setting up. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get all kinds of good Sphinx stuff. <laughs> uh, never gonna be mad at Shore Leave. No, but there's like the jokes don't go anywhere. But then there are just like fun line deliveries. Yes, that are that are good. It's a good. It tank. ends up being just a very weird episode. Get the uh, one, one of my favorite bits with uh, twenty one and twenty four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, you get the Sphinx, mm-hmm. the uh, you know intruder at the main gates. The Sphinx has spoken. <laughs> yeah. I think about that all the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. How much you asking for that watch? Because ours is really creepy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you panning over this gigantic, like a literal Sphinx that's inside the hangar. Very funny. Very good. Uh, and then and then you get weird stuff like. Uh, you know, the cigar joke that doesn't go anywhere. Yep. In my mind, I invented a reason. Oh, just like, uh, was the, like, oh, like yeah. it was a hint or something, you know? Yeah. I'm yeah. sure so it was going to poison him or something. Uh-huh. And, and then I was like, oh, wait, where, when's that plot going to come into? Nope. Yeah. Uh, the last time we see Monstroso is him standing up, mm-hmm. not doing anything. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, before credits. It, <laughs> fucking weirdo episode, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, um, um, yeah, yeah. It, it just uh, it is it is it is functional. Yes, very functional. Yeah, uh, this is a Doc Hammer episode, as we mentioned before. This mm-hmm. originally aired on December thirteenth, two thousand nine, uh, and these are the big bits of set dressing we're getting. Uh, Monstroso, yep, he's around. He's going to be a villain for for a while. Yeah, kind of introduced as uh, as the new big threat. It's been a minute since we've had one of those. Uh, last mm-hmm. last one we really had was uh, uh was was Phantom Limb, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, that was a couple yeah. that was a couple of seasons ago, and you know Monstroso is continuing the uh, uh the, the the trend of somebody is mentioned as a joke in season one, and then they come in as a fully fleshed out character, you know mm-hmm. the the idea being that he he was so big that yes, Doctor Girlfriend was sitting on his lap, but there were like five other girls there, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's huge. And instead, the, he's basically, you know, they wanted him to be bigger than he ended up. Yes. Uh, here. And they also originally had ideas for him being, uh, having some monsterism in his appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out he's uh, kind of the kingpin by way of Anton LaVey. Yes. Um, yeah. 
Um, I, li- a cute I like devil hat. I like his cute little devil hood <laughs> and just yeah, all of his very funny. all of his law law, law associates with the bags they put over their head. <laughs> no, yeah. Very very good. Yeah, but they're doing uh doing a Wilson Fisk uh, kingpin kind of thing with him, except uh, yeah, obviously to the absurd. But he will be a, a primary villain for the back half of season four. And here, um, if there is anything going on with him besides just uh, having a deep voice and being big, he is standing athwart uh, the monarch uh, who has con- mm-hmm. who has gone to him for help. But uh, because he is, you know, a legitimate businessman and a lawyer, uh, he is he does everything primarily through paperwork um, in yeah. contrast to the to the monarch who is all about the and, show. And the, the frustrating thing about that to me is that we've seen that before. Yes. Like, like Dr. Girlfriend or somebody coming in and introducing an administrative wrinkle yes. uh, way to attack the Avengers and the Monarch being unsatisfied with that is mm-hmm. a plot that Doc Hammer's on like three times now. Yep. It just keeps happening, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it, it it's hard to be mad at it in this one because the episode's not really about that. Like, no. again, there's, there's not a whole lot that happens in this other than set dress, dressing. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, the big set dressing thing, the bigger thing than Monstroso is bringing back Brock. Right. Uh, and introducing Sphinx. Sphinx. Uh, Sphinx. The, uh, so this is, has its own, uh, theme song. Doc Hammer's band Weep did this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Sphinx is going to be a major part of the show for a little while, yep. uh, which I appreciate. Like I like Sphinx. Yeah. Um, I like it, uh, as a, uh, as, as a, uh, counterpart to the OSI that has more flair. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we are divorced from all of the, uh, for, from all of their bureaucracy, uh, and brought in mm-hmm. with these, uh, with the, with these rogue elements who aren't afraid to do stuff, you know? And, uh, yeah. I, I like that. I like that Brock and Sphinx were just there the whole time. And again, the compound is so large and unused and rusty doesn't, you know, it, it just, he, he is so neglectful that they can just be there and it doesn't matter. Yeah, He does not care. <laughs> yep. Oh. Uh, uh, this is, you know, as we mentioned, this is when they decided they needed a break. Um, and in the book, they talk about how uh, this allowed them to kind of reevaluate where they're going. There's a very long and kind of confusing passage from Jackson yeah. talking about how it started out exploratory and they liked some of the stuff they found, but then they didn't like it mm-hmm. or wasn't enough there. Um, I don't know how much that comes through in in the two halves yeah. uh, of the season. They feel fairly equal to me right. uh, personally. If I didn't um, know on both side. if I didn't know that the split was because of um, burnout. I would have mm-hmm. just assumed that it was a uh, the, that it was either a money or a production issue, um, yeah. you know, based on just the quality of what's put there. Yep. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get into it. There's a lot to like. It's just uh, you know, it's a weird thing where like, if I'm judging on the Venture Brothers mm-hmm. curve, this is like a C episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's fine. You know, uh, if I'm judging on other TV though, it's still real fun, and there are a lot of little bits that. You'll live rent free in my head. Yeah, yeah. So, and we get uh, we get twenty one and twenty four back. Uh, yeah, as as other in, bit of set dressing, <laughs> as in this uh, this cold open here, we got twenty one uh, in his bunk uh, talking to twenty four's ghost. You know, he's not just talking to the skull, uh, at least that we can mm-hmm. see. Um, and they're just like asking questions, really. You know, like what's it like being dead? You know, and twenty four is like, oh, it's all different. Ask me anything. You know, what's the meaning of life? And I love all of the uh, just uh, <laughs> the gravitas that uh, that twenty four puts into random things, uh, yeah. accompanied by the uh, like the like the preverb and the and the and the uh, big echo, the color twelve, and he's just fucking yeah. with them. <laughs> it's it's, he, it's very cute. 
yeah. uh, and the the ambiguity of the, as to whether he's still you know he's actually mm-hmm. there yeah. uh, is very good. You know, uh, learning you know everything you know he's like is the soul real? You know mm-hmm. this everything has a soul. He's like oh so I should become a vegetarian? He's like no. You know everything has a soul if it is living. Spinach has a soul. You can't really win. Yeah. Uh, except babies, which don't get a soul until they're a year old. <laughs> yeah. you know, for the whole uh, pro-choice thing, which seems about right. Babies start showing personality around then. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> but just just calls them. Yeah, for a whole year, they're just little pooping, screaming things of flesh. <laughs> yep, just yeah, um, just it, this is my attitude towards, towards ga- babies. Ghastly, but I'll but also yeah. I am I'm, I'm uh, generally a fan of you know even spinach has, has souls. He goes back to the Aquid comic, uh, Philippe asked Theodore, you know, um, did trees hurt uh, when we cut them down? Theodore's answer is yes, but in a way that is really hard to care about. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Or the the uh, old Saturday Night Live thing, like if the trees screamed, would we still cut them down? Well, maybe <laughs> if they screamed all the time for no reason. <laughs> God, Jack Handy is so good. Foundational yeah, those shit. Are very good. <laughs> um, uh, you know, so we, uh, we find out, you know, basically the implication is this whole time that 21 has been talking to the skull, mm-hmm. uh, he's actually really been talking to the ghost of 24. This is the big reveal here. Yeah. And the reason why 24 is around is because he can only haunt things he's close to. Mm-hmm. It's always between 21, uh, the cocoon, which blows up all the time, <laughs> and his middle school girlfriend who doesn't like him anymore. Doesn't like me in that way. <laughs> uh, the monarch comes in uh and i there's a little bit of like i don't know why 21 is still hiding I feel like 21 is genre savvy enough yeah to, to not respond to 24 uh-huh <laughs> during this stuff but uh i do like 24 fucking with him oh yeah you know yeah. just like he has a crush on your girlfriend <laughs> you're in your wife mm-hmm. uh you know look in the folder named special software uh i love uh incognito folder oh yeah, yeah. um tech stuff we used yeah, tax stuff. Tax stuff is real good. In uh, my old job, when I worked for the copier program at Northern Illinois University, mm-hmm. me and my assistant used to keep um, a spreadsheet of like incidents of student employees who fucked up. You know, so we'd have like a paper trail. Okay. You know, in case we ever had to do disciplinary action, uh, and we, you know, it was like, well, there's a chance you know, it'll be on this computer because uh, mm-hmm. they they use that computer as well. Uh, but me and my friend were dipshits, so we named the spreadsheet Staples and a folder marked Staples. <laughs> <laughs> like and not you know i i get that that's the name of a company but the idea was just that's where we keep track of all our files regarding staples <laughs> which is trying to be very boring yeah uh, how, how much we order them when we order them yep. when we need to order yeah, them next like, what they cost likes, dislikes <laughs> do's and don'ts wills and won'ts yeah. you know <laughs> when it comes to staples um, oh man yeah. tax stuff isn't mine but that is a classic that is a classic. Uh, the you know the idea is the monarch saying like, "Hey, you should have been ready. We got to get going. Yeah, We're gonna go yeah. make villain history." Um, we don't know what that is yet. We we cut over to uh, our title sequence, which is actually a special one for Sphinx. Mm-hmm. Um, real cool with Shore Leave uh, break uh, Shore Leave and Brock on a mission on a yeah. Shadow Run. Yep, just uh, um, in the middle of the action, Brock. Uh, you know, it was very important that they that they not imply Brock wasn't doing cool shit. They wanted it to be yeah. that he was on good missions all the time. They just chose not to show them to us. Yeah, uh, we get the uh, the, the kind of cliche joke now about like the fingerprint scanner. <laughs> You know, just taking the the dismembered head or hand uh, for it. I, I, that, that that joke is tired. I still laughed at the the backup key, which which was the head for the retina scanner. They just throw yeah. it away. 
Yeah. He's uh, the, the, the cruelty. <laughs> I, I like the casual cruelty. Yeah. Uh, in the first of like weird Doc Hammer jokes that don't go anywhere, mm-hmm. uh, this weird like con- what feels like 20 minutes we spend with Shirley talking about stink bombs. Uh-huh. Uh, here, this guy, Shumpmaker, is making a stink bomb, and uh, Brock is like, why do we care about this? Mm-hmm. And he's saying, like, you know, oh, like gunpowder, you know, sulfur, dangerous things are smell bad. Mm-hmm. Some of the primal smells, this is making a deadly stink bomb, like a fart. You ever smell a fart? You know, and, and it just goes on for fucking ever. In the, there in, are no jokes. In the, com- like, <laughs> in the commentary, Doc says, I way over-research to this. And it's like, okay, step one's identifying it. Step two is getting the smell yeah. out. Uh, it, yeah. it doesn't help if you know you did it. <laughs> it would be a good thing to not uh, not animate it. Yeah. Like, you did all that research, and it's like, is it a sunk cost thing? <laughs> you know, like where you're like, well, you know, I, I Googled a lot. Can't Got to send this over to Korea <laughs> to like, turn it into an animated scene. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's real weird. It, mm-hmm. it does not go anywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I, I do, mean, I do like the action scene here, and I like it when when Doc does the action because he very rarely does it. Yes, um, you know where he uh, they have their little one-two punch that they have planned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where, where Shirley will go in, and then Brock will do backup. Yeah, sure. Shirley goes in and does you know shtick like, oh, I thought this was the bath bathroom. What with that tangy odor and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, uh, just the, they've got uh, they, they've got the jump on them, right, uh, Doctor Shumaker. Uh, draws his gun pointed at him like oh so you're just going to talk to me and you're going to make me you know make me not want to pull this trigger right uh then brock jumps down and then uh, uh breaks his arm and basically ties it like a bow tie until the gun is pointed at his own head <laughs> it's, it's real brutal yeah uh yeah he also lands on both uh of the henchmen who are putting guns and stabs them through the head at the same time yeah like it, it's like flash and you miss it but it's, it's real quick and he does a it's, a, it's an Ezio auditore takedown Yes. Yeah. Uh, the idea here, you know, he also explains that uh, Sphinx goes after villains who don't play by the rules. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. you're doing this because I don't have a costume. He's like, no, 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 it's not because you don't have a costume. Yeah. You know, it's because there are channels for this. Yes. Um, the Monarch, uh, Dr. Mrs. The Monarch and 21 are in their flying car going to Monstroso's lair uh, in New York. Mm-hmm. Again, there's some like bit about parking. <laughs> uh, when they get in, you know, the, the henchmen put on their like Cobra commander veils. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're again running joke number two that doesn't fucking work is during this whole thing he keeps offering him a cigar yeah and I don't like what is going on here I don't know how did that get put to page and then animated yeah it's like oh uh, <laughs> Monstroso loves to smoke and because he's so big maybe regular cigars are just nothing to him so he just thinks yeah here you go just have a cigar well, he, keeps, he keeps saying no and he's not like i thought okay the idea is he's not listening to the monarch but he responds the way he's saying otherwise yeah and the first bit little makes sense where he's like cigar and he's like i don't smoke and he's like well i do and lights up a cigar that's kind mm-hmm. of a power move because uh yeah i'm sure i've said this on the network before cigars fucking foul yep like if you're not smoking one being in a room where they are being smoked is death being in a building where they're being uh, smoked <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the horrible scent. They should be illegal. Like I, I fucking hate them. They're disgusting. <laughs> yep. And they they impact people who are not you. Mm-hmm. Like they are not. Uh, it is not your choice. You're impacting everyone around you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It, it, no, just uh, smoke those under uh, under under a chemical hood in a in a, in a lab. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go out to the desert. Yeah. 
deer um, smoking there in the in the red tent. Yes, but they're the, uh, a marble red tent. <laughs> deer smoking there. Uh, but they're gonna be working together to destroy a venture uh, at some point. It, it, was there a story beat where uh, where where Monarch was put back on venture duty? I, I he yeah, it's because of uh, the the stuff he could he could venture or he could. Uh, <sighs> Hence venture because of the uh, the stuff with, uh, oh, with going G- up against Jonas. Oh yeah, so uh, direct relatives are in play. There we go. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, you, but that was that was last season, right? So he's just been henching him since then, like yeah. the beginning of the therapy episode where he's got him on the marionette and stuff. Yes. Okay. He's using henching and 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 uh, and yeah, I keep yeah. messing it up. But yeah. Yeah. you're distracted. This is the first time we see uh, we see Twenty One's tattoo, his belly tattoo, hench for life. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, but big uh, gangster font. <laughs> but uh, the, the monarch's plan he wants to cover the compound in uh sugar, uh, so that the family is devoured by ants and they can't remember what the other ones are, but it's chiggers. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Not so weird to say, no, no, it's I, a real dicey that one. And then again, I, I just the monarch like is too stupid in this, yes, like he just keeps. F- putting forth these plans like does he know nothing about monstroso you yeah. know why did he go to monstroso in the first place if his plans are all these dumb super science things mm-hmm. when this is the guild lawyer right you know why would he think monstroso would go in for this yeah no monstroso is gonna jam him up he's not gonna slather him with the jam you know yeah it, exactly and i just i feel like the monarch should know this or you know dr girlfriend should have told him yeah you know just characters acting stupid mm-hmm you know? So it's it's been too long since Doc Hammer has written the Monarch. I think he just really yeah. is back, was backseated for the first half there. Yeah, that could, that could definitely be it. Yeah, um, you know, Monstroso wants to know what's in it for Monstroso. You know, because mm-hmm. he could just take out Venture himself. Uh, and this is a power play. And I like this little bit of 24, like the ambiguity here. 24's ghost tells 21, you know, the the different, you know, oh, he's got a gun. You know, he's got an ether-soaked hanky. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are things that he could have noticed. Yeah. You know, that could have been in the corner of his vision. Mm-hmm. You know, that he, uh, he and this is, you know, later he's like, no, I just get, get you to trust your own intuition. Yeah. Uh, which is a cool cool little beat i like that and i i also again 20 21's rise into competence while still mm-hmm. being while still being vulnerable and funny uh makes him into a great character but like he did yeah. the, the total badass like it, he's right he takes out one of them and you know just uh snags the other one and takes away his hanky like uh, you know oh that one just had that one just had snot on it but the other one had ether on it <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, uh, this is this is a uh, power play stuff. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is some dick wagging, and he's like, okay, well, we'll do it legit, even though Monstro so still has an ace up his sleeve, as we'll find out. Oh, of course, because uh, the monarch acts like a fucking idiot in this episode. He does. He signs stuff without um, reading it. Stupider than than you know than he's been. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a little bit of uh, shtick here with hatred. It's really mm-hmm. the only hatred stuff in the episode. Yeah. Um, Rusty on his own, on his instant messenger. Mm-hmm. That's a very f- funny Rusty touch. Like everyone just uses the computer. And yep. just uses the account. <laughs> you know? See, I gotta check my email. But he's being ironed by a little boy pink. And he's, he's, <laughs> just, he's, he's inadvertently like, like responding, responding to him the way that he wants. You know? It's like, yeah. yes, I, I should give you a spanking. 
you know? <laughs> yeah this and you know hate to be like oh doc all these guys are like 35 it's it's <laughs> It's not that. Yeah, just, just a, a little play, play su- su- sublim- sublimating those the, those uh, those desires and such. Uh, Rusty is here to check his email because the Commodore sixty four gets a little glitchy when you plug the cradle modem into it. Um, mm-hmm. The the commitment yeah. on this high tech super science compound to just like early eighties technology is very to me. I love a cradle modem. <laughs> the- and there's a little bit of them falling for, you know, he, Rusty's like, ooh, hot singles in my area. Yeah. You know, they want me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hadrian, you know, they're talking about them falling for scams because they're idiots. Like, you know, just kind of some shtick until uh, Rusty gets an email where his company is getting, uh, you know, hit for zoning violations. Yeah. Uh, the compound was zoned for do-gooding, mm-hmm. you know, the care of people of American righteousness and active defense of her civil needs. So three-fourths of the estate needs to be used for that, or it's going to be handed over to the, the Monsters Corporation, Monstrosos <laughs> Corporation here. Yeah. Um, you know, so th- this is, I like this idea of getting at them through bureaucracy this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he starts talking about what he has to start doing. Yeah. You know, there's a family living in the missile silo, some meth cooks in the propulsion lab. Uh, <laughs> not do-bidding. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's just disappointed because those meth cooks always paid their rent on time. Mm-hmm. They make money. Uh-huh. You know. Oh, man, making bank. You know, got to keep it in a storage unit. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that's going to that's gonna set up his motivation. And we cut over to, uh, to Brock and Shoreleaf. You know, they were at the stink bomb factory, so they're, uh, so, so they're covered in stink. And that's going to be a... Uh, that's going to going to be a running thing throughout the episode, but they're taking a tomato bath, uh, trying to get rid of the yeah. sulfur stink. I like in the, uh, I like in the commentary, they call it a Brady Bunch special. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I only know about that from TV. I've never known a real person who took a bath in tomato juice. Yeah. Yeah. Neither you know? am I. It seems like it'd be, yeah. uh, like a, like a real SOB to get out of your tub. This, this, it the, feels the, like the, a good stains. way to smell like a different kind of stink. It, I mean, just, it, it sounds like it just covers it up to me. You yeah. Know? Like, oh, it's like I always smells like V8. And like that, that is better than skunk. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also a particular kind of guy. Guy who drinks way yeah, too much V8. Yeah. The V8 guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and like a lot of it, like a 32 ouncer. <laughs> yeah. He just does big gulps of it. It's just coming out of his pores. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How much V8 do you think you could drink in a sitting if you had to? I fucking hate tomato juice, man. I, I can't no, drink no. V8. Yeah. In this scenario, I'm sevening you. <laughs> Like how much your sin is not liking V8. How much could you drink in a city? So, uh, what is it? Like you, you, the, the gallon of milk is only, I forget the gallon of milk is, is, isn't so much a problem because of the, uh, the stomach capacity. It's because it's because there is some enzyme in the milk or something like that, that, that just, it slows mm-hmm. down your, your body's ability to like process it and get it out of the stomach. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, th- I figure if you gave me a, a, a gallon of V8, I probably wouldn't be, uh, I, I probably wouldn't be having a good time. The problem is mm-hmm. I would just throw it up. You know, the, the, yeah. the, th- the thing with the SpaghettiOs, you know, like it, it, it yeah. stuffed him and he still had to kick the guy in the side in order to kill him, you know? Yeah. 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 You know, the weird thing about the SpaghettiOs is he's not giving him SpaghettiOs. He was making him pasta. <laughs> It's like he, no no joke. He has like pasta sauce and noodles up there. Like he's cooking him a meal. It's real. It's very caring for him. <laughs> send you to heaven until I send you to hell. Before I send you to hell. <laughs> um, anywho, anywho. Uh, yeah, yeah. V8's pretty foul. Yeah, I, uh, I don't. I just uh, I've never uh, uh, don't like a Bloody Mary. I just don't like uh, don't like tomato no. juice. 
Yeah, I can do a Bloody Mary in the right circumstance. Yeah, if there's yeah. a Bloody Mary available, there's also a screwdriver available, and that that is my sure. that is my day drunk drink. I guess that's your acidy, yeah, like high acid uh, booze drink. Yep. You want to get acid reflux and be drunk? Oh yeah, just be fucking miserable by ten thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Hunter comes in while they're doing this, uh, yelling at Shoreline for ripping his uniforms. <laughs> Uh, he's, he says Betsy Ross doesn't work here. Like he has to sew them, which is very funny. Mm-hmm. And I love this Brock. Like he does it on purpose. You know, <laughs> he does it on purpose um, oh, uh, because it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they get a message with Monstroso about to take over the venture compound, and uh, Hunter doesn't want to say it in front of Brock. So the guy pretends to have Tourette syndrome. Yeah, a very a very childlike understanding of Tourette syndrome. Yes, uh, yeah. which oftentimes is not saying pickled penis over and over, but that is a real anecdote. Yes. Doc Hammer's life about yeah. a, a, or an act of what TV show he saw yep. about a guy who said uh, pickled penis. Yeah, as his t- yeah. No, to t- Tourette's is different from uh, uh, this corporalia. I think is what yeah. that's uh, is what that's called. Well, the it's it's squares and rectangles. Yeah, yeah. Like necessary but not sufficient. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mostly Tourette's yeah. is uh, twitching and stuff, right? Yeah. The one the one dude who I know in real life who had Tourette's uh, did that. Mm-hmm. That was his uh, his twitch. Wait, that that sound so. the. Yeah, okay. like it, yeah, did it, it sharply inhaled, hmm. like did like he was trying to pull up a, a snot. Hmm. You know? That that I mean, that sounds like it'd be rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I imagine you had to like your your uh, nasal spray budget would be through, through, like through the roof because you get real raw back there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Hunter doesn't uh, doesn't want Brock to know that uh, the venture compound's about to be taken over. I don't know why. It seems like Brock could be able to solve this problem pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. It, again, uh, there's something I'm noticing as I go through where there's like doc episodes where characters don't act like they make sense. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, it feels very specific to his writing where he gets really hyper fixated on certain details mm-hmm. and then does broad strokes for like character motivations and stuff. Yeah. Because this episode ends with him saying like, yeah, we're going to take out Monstroso. Mm-hmm. Like the thing that uh, Hunter doesn't want to have happen is what happens. Yeah. Because Doc stumbles upon them. And I get that Hunter doesn't want to like interrupt their real work, mm-hmm. but he doesn't seem that upset about it when it happens. You know, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it, very, it, very weird. You know, it, it would, it would just take a line like monstrosos go, we can't touch guild. Okay. <laughs> totally. <laughs> exactly. Like, listen, you know, you, you know, and then in the little character moment, mm-hmm. right? Like cut out some of the cigar and fart business <laughs> and the stuff with a door handle later. Yeah. And, and do, uh, just have, you know, Brock want gets, you know, jumps out of the, the, uh, you know, tomato bath. Mm-hmm. You would get the black bar for his dick. Shirley makes a funny comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunter comes over and has to talk him down and be like, no, we're doing the real work now. Yeah. You yeah. know, these costumed uh, dinglings don't really concern us because we're saving lives. Yeah. yeah. Like it just, it, it feels like it writes itself to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very it's, frustrating. It, someone as dumb as me could come up with it. You know, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. We're fucking idiots. Did you hear the V8 thing? I just tried to seven coal with V8. It's good for you. Like, I don't, it's, it's, it's a health drink. Like, I don't, my, 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 bro- my brother had a friend. My brother had a friend. Um, uh, it was kind of a kind of an ox kind of guy, you know, if I, if I, if I call yeah. somebody an ox, you know, um, like ox from uh, grandpa's unit. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, dean is an agreement. Yeah. yeah like more, more like just a, a, not so much like a big dummy, but it was like that. But like every day, like his, like his snack or his lunch or whatever, he would, uh, he, he would drink a V8 at the same time that he ate like a, like a little fun pack of Oreos. It was the most vile <laughs> thing. 
<laughs> can, can, can you can you imagine a more profane synthesis tomato. a more profane <laughs> synthesis than v8 and oreos gary did he put a hood over his face to hide it from god <laughs> like he to order land that shit yeah. <laughs> no he did it with, he, he did it with uh with abandon with a plum oh my god that's yeah. real gross yeah. I had a roommate uh, when I was college age. He used to eat for lunch every day a can of tuna straight, nothing <sighs> else, just tuna with a fork. Yeah, good. I was on that uh, that that protein. I was, he was yeah. No, I I, yeah. I knew really people, me out. Knew people who did that. I worked next to somebody at the the studio where I worked, um, who occasionally would uh, would go. They had little peanut butter cups, like not like Reese's, mm-hmm. but like you know little things of peanut butter, and then they had they packets of mayo, and he would mix them together and eat that with a spoon. <sighs> that, yeah. That's the origin of your mayo hatred. We, no, no, we, that happened. When, that happened when I was like twenty nine. <laughs> I hated. Oh. I hated Mayo well before that. <laughs> well, time's a flat circle, though. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's possible your past self saw it as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Mayo or peanut butter. So you don't like peanut butter? No, no, no. I don't. Fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, don't like ranch dressing wow. either. Yeah. Well, ranch dressing is fine. I've never, I've never, I've met people who don't like the creamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, condiments i've never met anyone in my life who doesn't like peanut butter who isn't allergic don't care for it yeah wow wow yeah a lot of, a lot, um, a lot of jelly sandwiches as a kid wow yeah that's yeah that's what the, the mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no protein for me please <laughs> no i just get protein elsewhere yeah <laughs> yeah no no I, I meant in the sandwich yeah, of course yeah um we cut over uh, after this bit where the monarch and the henchmen are hanging around being very bored, uh, because you know, the monarch did this to himself without thinking. Right. Right. Uh, and now he's like, you know, being super mad. Dr. Mrs. The monarch is like, you know, think about it. He's a lawyer, mm-hmm. you know, and a supervillain. Like, this is how he does it. That's like a shark with a grenade launcher on his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, okay. Uh, but again, everyone's being stupid here. 21 lifted a blackberry off of Monstroso's henchman and read the contract. Yeah. Uh, the monarch signed away all his stuff as well. Right, right. So just uh, just completely uh, completely biffed it by just signing on the yeah. line without uh, without running over a classic, classic lawyer trick. Or yes. laziness, self-sabotage, any of that. Uh, Dr. Mrs. the Monarch compliments 21 and, uh, you know, it's like, oh, you did, you did good work. And, like, kind of hugs him, uh, hugs him around the shoulders, giving him a good, nice look down her, uh, down her cleavage. Uh, we get a flashback uh, to young Gary finding a nudie mag in a, in a puddle in the woods. Uh, there were going, yeah. to be, going to be other uh, flashbacks here to uh to, to, mm-hmm. to other formative breast experiences for gary uh but they uh but they you know it, it, the the episode was late and it, it would have required more characters and more backgrounds and like no you get one yeah yeah uh whenever i see woods porn i'm happy because that was a real thing it was it's all gone and I like the commentary how they say it's always the scariest, nastiest stuff. It's like not normal porn. <laughs> yeah. And that was 100% true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, this is not. The, wood, the woods is where you found penetration. Lots yeah. of it. <laughs> the, 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 the woods was not a place for the idealized female form. <laughs> nope. It was, it was a, a piece of meat. Oh. You know, it was, it was by far was just the, the most primal thing you could do. D- d- difficult for a 10-year-old to process. 
Yeah, I I I I just about said that uh I, that, that oh all the woods porn is gone. Like all of my woods time is on is on trails now. You know yeah. there are a couple yeah, of tra- trails around porn, here. Dude. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta find it out there. So I haven't you know uh, it's been a while since I've done like you know childhood woods exploring, like walking up and down creek beds and stuff. Yeah, I I seriously considered buying porn to seed the woods. <laughs> As an adult, as a pay it forward kind of scenario, no, that, you would get arrested for that, probably. Well, if they found me, <laughs> like Johnny Porno Seed here, who's just dropping them like out of his bag. Like, I feel like I could probably possibly deny that I had a leak in my porno bag. <laughs> like, like when you put a when they put a can of yellow paint, you know, to find the stone cutters. Yeah, you put a leak in it. Yeah, somebody put a leak in my porno bag. I've just been dropping copies of uh, Penetration Magazine. Porno, porno, porno. Yeah. I just been dropping my copies of Labia, Labia mm. monthly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry you tripped. You tripped on my quarterly edition of Gape. Yeah, canoe cram. Oh God, uh, I'm tapping yeah. out on that. That's an old onion joke. Okay, it was <laughs> Boats and Goats oh. magazine, which was about stuffing boats into the asses and vagina of goats. Oh, no. And it was like issue forty-two, canoe cram. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like this little side joke. Like it, yeah. it was very good. Old old onion. Oh, yeah. uh, very funny. Oh, Where everything God. was a fucking slideshow. Yeah. 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 So it's just, um, just weird. Yeah. Uh, Rusty's going to rent to Pete and Billy, you know, uh, they're saying they can't pay very much because they don't do very much. And he's trying to encourage them to get into super science quiz yeah. boy and the pink pilgrim finally going to make it, mm-hmm. you know, very cute. Uh, when they walk into the lab that they're going to uh, run them to Sphinx is there. They've just been there the entire time. <laughs> just walk, walk right in on the hangar. Mm-hmm. Where they're at, I just again just the 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 the, the, the areas of this compound left to fester for uh, for for criminal mm-hmm. organ- organizations or extra legal organizations to hermit crab in. Yeah, yeah, very um, good. <laughs> uh, over the commercial break, we get like a little a uh, little time jump, and Rusty's confused, you know, and we get the exposition. We've gotten a little bit of, a little bit of this elsewise, but uh, you know, just saying like, hey, aren't uh, aren't Sphinx the bad guys? Right. You know, OSI, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we destroyed the original Sphinx in the Pyramid Wars. Uh, uh, but when Hunter and the others defected from the OSI, you know, it was just pretty much the easiest way to get like a, like costumes and names because it was all just sitting there. Yeah. 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 Which seems like it would cause a lot of confusion. Yeah. You know, this feel, uh, this feels people. feels like a Marvel, a Marvel-y kind of thing to me. We're just like, you know, an organization comes back. Um, you know, just, uh, just how, how many, how many organizations have like butted off of the Avengers because the Avengers, you know, were, uh, they didn't like loose cannons. Then they had like plausible they, deniability. So we had to give you a they, villain name so we could like disavow you. Yeah. There, there's like, like, uh, you know, X-Force and stuff like that happens, yeah. you know, but they wouldn't just take up the bad guy's stuff. Like yeah. this, this reminds me of blue umbrella. Oh and how much yeah, I hate from our, blue umbrella. Yeah, from our. You mean Wolfhound? Um, You're not into that. Uh, Hound Wolf. Oh, yeah, sorry. I wish it was Wolfhound. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hound Wolf, dude. <laughs> like, I would, I would kill for Wolfhound. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wolfhound would have been that, too legally actionable, as opposed to the still legally actionable thing we got in <laughs> RE8. <laughs> 
But a, again, just in a, a weird, like this writing tick I'm noticing with Doc Hammer, like this just feels kind of lazy to me, mm-hmm. like as an explanation. Like, why would they just use the same uniform? Everyone they're going to run mm-hmm. into thinks they're they're going to be the bad guys. Yeah. You know, yeah, it just, you know, and like, yes, they get the, the compound, but they could slap a coat of paint on it. They don't yeah. have to call themselves Sphinx. Yeah. You know, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, like once you accept the status quo, it becomes good. Like mm-hmm. all the stuff with Sphinx, I really like. Yeah. But, you know, whenever they're expositing in this, it's like over wordy ha- things that should either be hand waves or shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, so like, yeah, we were suffocated by the red tape in the OSI. And Billy was like, oh, badass. Can I join? Hunter, you know, Hunter says, no, we're going to have me a memory wipe you. How's that metal five uh, high five taken you? You know, like, how, how you liking yeah. that? It's, I fucking hate you. Yeah. He says. Uh, and also, uh, I think it's, it's either here or a little bit later where Pete's like, aren't you going to wipe my memory? And he's like, listen, if you had like half the spunk of that guy, you'd be clean, you dry. You know, because again, Pete's a real underachiever. Pete doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah. I just I like that Pete, uh, the, the boys wore in a memory wipe ahead of Pete. Just Pete doesn't. Yeah. He Hank doesn't. is more of a danger. <laughs> you know, Dean. Uh, I love you. Know, Rusty is just again turns us to his advantage because he's a cold and caring jerk. He's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this solves my problems. Like, pay some back rent, fill out mm-hmm. some forms." And Brock like tries to heart to heart to him. He's like, right. "We can't do this. You know, uh, we have to operate in the shadows." He's like, "Is that why you stink?" He's like, "No, ass. Like, we're doing real work." Yeah. And I've had this sacrifice where I've had to live close to the boys and not tell them that they're safe. Yeah. Um. I would I would kill for a montage of Brock covertly taking out threats before YouTube <laughs> found out about them. Just moonlighting. Yeah, just like you know, in, in his spare time, just like choking out, you mm-hmm. know, Scorpio Scorpion or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. it'd be it, it'd be neat. And the others list off their sacrifices. You know, Hunter says I have my pud removed and reattached, you know. Shore mm-hmm. leave had to pretend to be a religious fanatic. Uh Sky Pilot had to pretend to love Shore Leave. You know, yeah, all of and uh Shore Leave is upset by this. Yes. Uh, you know, and Cataly, uh, you know, I pretend to like having sex with you every night. Um, don't get enough mile high. Uh, they get an, an, an intruder comes in. Uh, first it pops up on Rusty's watch. It says intruder alert. And then it just pans over this gigantic Sphinx that has also been in the room. Yep. Has uh, saying intruder big, at the front gate. The Sphinx gl- has spoken. <laughs> big I love gl- it so much. Big glowing red eyes like Olmec from Legends of the Hidden Temple. Very Olmec. Uh, yeah, it's great. Oh, oh gosh I, I love hunter's reaction uh just like uh how much do you want for that watch of yours ours is way too creepy yeah very funny oh man uh, this is 21 breaking in uh using his little uh butterfly boomerangs uh triggering the turrets and stuff and then he summons 24 like saying like hey disable the security he can't do this he's not a poltergeist mm-hmm. but he says at least scope it out and he's like i'll do it if you do that thing for a couple of my friends like your your parlor trick mm-hmm. uh he brings his friends which are speedy from season one mm-hmm. good old speedy and then woodrow wilson you know, horribly duet, racist duet <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely uh and the, this little parlor trick he can do is name the celebrity vanity perfumes yep uh woodrow wilson's like all right you know uh doc compassion yeah and he immediately knows who it is yeah and then he just rattles off other ones um this is this is doc just giving 21 something that he can do oh yeah yeah um you know and like 21 doesn't even have like an explanation for it. he's just like yeah it's you know like they, they they've all got him yep it's just real weird uh 
you know, so th- this wins 24 the bet. So they have mm-hmm. to tell Helen of Troy how awesome he is. Uh, and he's going to go, you know, scout things out. Uh, he tells 21 again, like, I can't do anything here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't, you, I might not even exist. Like, he's like, no, absolutely. Like you, you help me security. He's like, is that what happens? Or I help you feel secure enough to trust your intuition. Yeah. Uh, which is going to be, you know, who knows? Yeah. This. yeah. It's ambiguous. <laughs> but again, I like that idea. Just, uh, it mm-hmm. is, it is, it is 21. By, you know, f- f- finally unlocking his latent ability, his competence, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, and this ends with a real good touch towards my favorite 21 arc, which is him being a good guy. Yes. Uh, this gets erased in the later seasons, which I really, really like, but I don't specifically like 21 as much. Like, I, I, I get that, like, being a, a vigilante mm-hmm. is kind of him having both. Yeah. And then the fact that it ends with him just joining the guild kind of bums me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or joining the council, rather. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the monarch is raging in the control room. You know he is uh, going to take Monstroso in front of the in, in front of the council. But uh, Doctor Mrs. Girl, uh, Doctor Mrs. The monarch says, "Oh, you know, double crosses are encouraged. You really don't have a leg to stand on with this with these guys." Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Muppets come in and say 21 has gone rogue, and Dr. Mrs. The Monarch is like, this is a good thing. We didn't tell him to do that. If he solves our problem, we can't be held culpable mm-hmm. for it. Uh, the Monarch tells the Muppets to go wash the toilet, and they start to talk back, mm-hmm. but Dr. Mrs. The Monarch backs them up. Yeah. Um, you know, she, uh, and this is also a very quick character development mm-hmm. for Dr. And Mrs. The Monarch being over the Muppets. Yeah. Um, yeah. We did not see this happen or the inciting incident. And I think the last time she interfaced with them was having them stop the Monarch in uh, a town called Malice. Yes. So yeah. we have not seen this relationship change. It just happened no. off camera, basically. Yeah. I mean, like, the last thing we saw pretty much was her feeding them under the table, you know? Yeah. 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 Still kind of uh, infantilizing them. So uh, they, they got sick of the Moppets and the fans never liked the Moppets. Yeah, yeah. So this is moving us towards writing the Moppets off. Yes. Uh, so 21 runs into Brock on the compound. Uh, and this is, I didn't realize this until it was called out. This is a uh, like a replay. This is an echo mm-hmm. of, of an earlier scene uh, where Brock, you know, is like, oh, which one are you? You know? Um, yeah. He pre- pre- pretends not to know him, uh, but t- 21 has been waiting for this rematch you know, for over a year. Uh, so this is this is uh, like Christmas, my first BMX bike and meeting the cast of Firefly all in one. And they mm-hmm. go, he goes full nerd rage and he fights Brock and he doesn't win, but he does a really good job. Yeah, he, he puts up a respectable fight. Yeah. You know, they, he- they say on the commentary, like Brock could have dismantled him in a second, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of doesn't. Yeah, but the, he's come a long way because the the thing that's is shadowing is him doing the Star Wars kid meme dance with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. You know, when he bought the working lightsaber from the the yard sale. Yes, was the last time they met. Um, we go back into uh, Hunter and Rusty in the Sphinx uh, compound. Rusty says, "Like, hey, will you help me with Monstroso?" And they're like, "Yeah, we we're, we're going to do this, but we're not going to do it cleanly. Like, we're mm-hmm. not going to do it legally." Um, Billy comes out of the mind wipe machine. Uh, this is where Pete says he's sad that his memory doesn't get wiped. <laughs> and Hank and Dean happen to walk in uh, just looking for their dad. And Hunter's just like, uh, is the washing machine still warm? <laughs> uh, and I love Rusty's immediate, like, he's like, that thing really works? And he's like, yeah. And then he's immediately decides to fuck with them. <laughs> yeah. Like, Did I ever tell you boys about your mother or that you're both clones? <laughs> sadistic. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so uh, nighttime, 21 wakes up, twenty uh, 24 wakes up 21, yeah. uh, you know, where Brock has knocked him out. 
Yeah. Here. And Brock's like, you know, you didn't, you did all right. Mm-hmm. 21 thought he was going to do better because of the smell. Again, a running joke that doesn't really pay yeah, off. Yeah. He thought that like Brock that, crapped himself. Down. Yeah. Yeah. That, that doesn't go anywhere. Nope. Um, you know, 21 says that he's here to stop Monstroso. And Brock's like, oh, well, you don't want to ambush him here. If you want to be a hero, you have to think bigger than ambush. Yeah. And them teaming up is really cute mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> um, you know, we cut over to the office here. Uh, where 21 walks in dressed as a Jedi. Yeah, because that's uh, the, the, that is what he thinks you do when you're going to confront somebody. Uh, this is where we get the the, the shake with the doorknob that is not there. Uh, yeah, no joke. No joke. Just, just, just uh, uh, he's turning just a doorknob the wrong way. Yeah. yeah just um, a little bit of business. Yeah. Uh, and he tries to do the uh, the Jedi mind trick to get Monstroso to uh, to tear up the contract. Monstroso has none of it. He presses the silent alarm, but 21 and uh, Brock have taken out all the henchmen, right? Yeah, you know, they're, they're looking for your, your, your henchmen. Well, there I put them to bed. Don't wake <laughs> yeah. them up. It'd be rude. You know, uh, I like 21 getting to be a badass here. Uh-huh. Uh, Monstroso puts on his little hood and stands up and he's like, okay, you know, you want to do this? We'll do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's twice his size, but then Brock comes in to team up with him. Yeah. Not anymore. And then we don't see the fight. Nope. <laughs> That's we get where the, cuts the credits. We get the freeze frame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do get to see the aftermath mm-hmm. uh, in the post credits where Brock is sitting in the venture compound eating cereal at the kitchen table covered in blood. Hank comes down to get a glass of water and says goodnight to Brock without realizing anything is amiss until yeah. like he goes, Brock? And then we get our, <laughs> you know, world leaders entertainment thing. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. I, I'm so I'm so happy for Hank that he gets to have Brock back. Yeah. yeah. I like all the the pieces that got moved in this episode. Mm-hmm. I am happy about where they end up, and I'm happy about happy about half of the moves. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of stuff that is mildly irritating to me in yeah. this episode. Yeah, not a big deal. Again, it's a C by uh, you know by standards of of the Venture Brothers. Mm-hmm. It you know, but it's it's a it is a little bit disappointing. Yeah, uh, to um, me. Yeah. Uh, but it's just uh, like the the most satisfying thing for me is to see uh, is to see twenty one um, kind of coming into his own, um, you know, mm-hmm. get, getting him to a uh, to a better place in his arc, even though he is still talking to a skull. He is pulling the alas uh, the alas poor York thing, as uh, as as the monarch calls it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's moving uh, it's moving that plot that is not new. Mm-hmm. Like we've done the the last episode that Doc did that return to Malice one also has 21 coming into his own. Yeah. You know, as the general in the cantina, mm-hmm. you know, like we, we've just, we, this, it feels like the, the, this just kind of does some stuff we've seen before. Yeah. To me. Like, I wonder if this is a function of them writing episodes separately. Possibly. You know, where like, they're not really taking into account that some of the character work has already been done or not doing it because they assume the other person has done it. Mm-hmm. So we end up with like Dr. Mrs. The Monarch turning on a dime against the Pupe twins. And we end up just kind of really having 21 get. Yeah. Know, yeah. Kind of having this, the, the, like, the same realizations over and over again. Yeah. Like we did that already. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's fun. I like it. Yeah. I like 21, I like competent 21. We've just done it before, mm-hmm. you know? So it, yeah, it ends up being a weird episode. Yeah. Um, I like Monstroso. I like what they do with him mm-hmm. in the next half of the season and everything. Like, good stuff's coming, but this is a kind of a disappointing finale, I think, which yes. makes sense as it wasn't planned as one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll be back uh, next time with the uh, start of the second half. The, of the diving uh, the bell and the butter glider. Yes. Yeah. 
yeah, lots of uh, lots of good episodes mm-hmm. going on in the second half. This is where you get everybody comes to Hanks, mm-hmm. uh, Bright Lights, Dean City, lots of good stuff. Second half, and then Operation Prom, which is maybe my favorite season finale. It's very good from the show. Um, if you like the show, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and uh, kick us some dollars. Yeah, get episodes a week early and get access to a whole bunch of uh, of bonus content. Going to let you know if you're going to write in for the uh, for the season wrap up. Um, uh, there is a button at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Um, just press the orb button there and then write that in. Uh, you know, you can, you can write that anytime during any of the seasons, but please keep your thoughts, uh, related to a, uh, to the season at hand, uh, is all yeah. that we ask. Yes. Yeah. It would be good. Um, yeah. And, uh, that, that's basically about it, right? Thanks. So tell your Rings friends, come back week. next time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, until next time. Go, go team, team venture. venture. <laughs>